Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here once again with Vicki Freed, who is Senior Vice President, Sales, Trade Support, and Service for Royal Caribbean International. And we're here. Uh, I am actually on board Wonder of the Seas. And I'm like, Vicki, where are you? You're not here. And I'm like, I miss I, you. I miss you too. There's something wrong with this picture. You're on the Wonder of the Seas, and I'm in my office. That doesn't work for me. I should be on the Wonder it, of the it Seas. Works for, it works for me. It works for me, but uh, I'm very sad that you're not here. But anyway, we're going to talk to Vicki about Wonder of the Seas, uh, which is now, uh, at least for the next few years, the biggest uh, ship in the world. Uh, you don't feel it, though, because it has eight different neighborhoods. And we're going to talk about all that and how you out there can better sell this wonderful new ship. Uh, they've had two ships in the last six months. I was on Odyssey of the Seas, and now I'm on Wonder of the Seas. But you're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Vicki, let's start. First of all, what is different about Wonder of the Seas from previous Oasis-class ships? And I was on the very first one, and uh, certainly it's a bigger ship, um, um, more passengers, significantly more passengers. I think it's about 6,900 plus, although on this particular vessel, uh, this cruise, it's just 4,300, obviously, because you're doing limited rules with COVID. But what is different about uh, Wonder of the Seas? Well, James, as you know, and you've kind of grown up with Royal Caribbean like I have, um, with each new class and with each new ship in a class, we like to tweak it and add new features so that if a guest loves the Oasis class, but they want to try the fifth Oasis class, which is the Wonder of the Seas, there's some new features on it. So, for example, we used to have seven neighborhoods on all of our Oasis class, but on the Wonder of the Seas, we have an eighth neighborhood, and that's the sweet neighborhood. Um, and people who are a sweet guest, and they're loving that, the private pool area, the private sun deck, the private restaurant, which of course we have on all of the other Oasis ships, the coastal kitchen, uh, and then the concierge lounge. And it's just a lovely place for people who want that exclusivity, yet want the big ship opportunities like the entertainment and the variety of specialty restaurants. Well, certainly that neighborhood, and we just had a chance to tour it. Uh, there's a wonderful uh, sort of outdoor deck uh, with hot uh, sort of hot tubs uh, in, the, uh, in the bow of the ship, I believe. And it really is uh, a, a great place. It, it is segregated. Uh, uh, Coastal Kitchen is really only dedicated for the sweet guests now, uh, which is kind of interesting. So that's a big change. Um, and, and, you know, you also have other changes like uh, you have a, a sort of very different pool decks with lots more, you know, activities for kids and all kinds of things, right? Yeah, we really expanded the children and the teen area. We have the Social 100, which is a really all-encompassing teen area that is an indoor area, as well as their own exclusive outdoor area with a hot tub and with lots of games and lots of things. And it's a hangout that's just for teens. And so in order to access it, your key card um, has to, it tells us you're a teen and you can go in, but your parents can't go in. Uh, but it's a very safe Place and there's a, a bar area that serves cocktails that are not really alcohol uh, related. They are like a mocktail and uh, the teens are loving it. Um, I don't think parents are going to see their teens for a the entire cruise actually. Which, which what might be a good thing, right? <laughs> they, they, they'll, they'll be perfectly happy and that's what you have to make them. And yeah, we have, I've seen a lot of kids. We are on the first revenue cruise. Uh, a lot of uh, um, past cruisers for Royal Caribbean are on board. A lot of your uh, 
upper you know frequent cruise class class and uh they're loving the ship and uh you know they are de de devotees and they know they're royal caribbean so you can't fool them and i think so far so good they they're they're really happy uh the the other thing i i noticed you have you have a lot more um restaurants uh well not a lot more but you have one that in particular mason jar which is really new unique to this ship right now yeah, the Mason Jar has so far been very, very popular. It's a Southern style restaurant. Uh, I believe you ate there yesterday or the day yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. I, I'm still feeling that. I, I, I ate a lot. Uh, it, it probably a little too much, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. If you love Southern cooking and you love fried chicken and you love really decadent uh, uh, red velvet pancakes. I mean, it is unbelievable. Even a bourbon milkshake. Oh my gosh. Um, so the drinks are great. Uh, the food is excellent. And then in the evenings, we have a country Western band right. that's playing in there. So it's really a very hip lounge um, restaurant area. So even if you choose not to dine in the restaurant, you can go up there for a drink and enjoy the wonderful music. Yeah. And then the drinks are pretty cool. I had a bourbon PBJ. So it's a a bourbon with tiny little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on a little stick uh, in the middle, which was an interesting presentation. Uh, I enjoyed that, but there are about three other drinks I look that I would like to do too. So I have to go back up there. Uh, it really is a very unique venue for you. And I, I assume at some point you're gonna see it on other ships uh, uh, in the Royal Caribbean fleet. Um, and you know, it is amazing. And you have all the things that you have on an Oasis class, you have, uh, you know, the boardwalk and you have, uh, which, you know, you have uh, the Royal Promenade uh, with some familiar places for me, uh, but it just is a little bigger. Everything's more spread out and it's, it's really cool. Yeah, even Giovanni's, which is on the boardwalk, uh, which is on uh, Central Park, that is a new kind of modern Giovanni's, uh, a lot more outdoor seating, the pizza ovens, and it's a really beautiful wine bar. And we're finding that in the evenings, people are really enjoying hanging out there on Central Park. Well, that is one thing we, we began talking about. Uh... The, the restaurants and you have so many restaurants on board. It's it's really rather bewildering, but uh, I, I have no problem finding good places to eat, including some old favorites and some new ones. So it's really, uh, uh, you've done a great job with this vessel. And I just keep finding, thinking, where can I go next? And, uh, then, and then I do that. Now, one of the things I do wanna talk about, and it's a real sales tool for the folks out there, is your entertainment. and. I have gone, uh, I used to be kind of not a devotee of cruise ship entertainment, admittedly, back, you and I both back in the 80s and the 90s, you know, uh, we, we went, but, and they were good, but not like this. I mean, this is, this is just another level. And let's talk a little bit about, because there are a lot of original shows that uh, are having their premieres on board this, uh, this ship. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing that Royal Caribbean is known for in our industry is having the best entertainment at sea. And there's lots of reasons for it. I mean, first of all, we put the money and the effort into making sure that we have the best. But we are also the only cruise line that has entertainment across four stages. So, of course, everybody has the main theaters and the big stage. We also have it in the air, which I'm sure you saw uh, with the Aqua Theater show. And, oh, yeah. I mean, there's much that goes on in the air. Then we have the water shows, which is the aqua theater. Nobody else has water shows. And then we have the ice shows. So there's a wide variety of entertainment. All of it is well thought out. 
um, I don't know, I saw the ice show when I was on it last week on the wonder of the season. I thought it was just magnificent, uh, yeah. 365 degrees. It's such a professional show. Uh, the aqua theater show, there's 20 all female um, aqua theater cast members, no males. And of the 25 have participated in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, so you see, that's the kind of caliber we're getting and attracting. And also on the ice show, we have many of the skaters who've also participated in the Olympics. So it's quite a talented group of people. Well, it is interesting. And I, last night I went to a show called Voices, which is uh, done totally a cappella. All of the background uh, music is actually human voice, the, the drums and the Every, everything, it's all, all done with, by, by men and women. And uh, it was an, an amazing show, very good. And I saw it right after the Aqua Theater show, the new Intense, which you were talking about, where you know, they're diving off of high platforms and into water. And uh, it was just, you're right, it was an all-female cast. And it was just, they did an amazing job. So on one night, I saw two great shows uh, within two hours. It was just, where, where else can you do that, you know? That's right. And there's no cover charge. I mean, it's all complimentary. It's all part of the cruise fair. And, and people do enjoy that because if you were to go to some of these shows and Broadway and different venues, you'd be paying a cover charge of at least $150 a person. So it is really a nice feature that when you buy a Royal Caribbean cruise, everything or almost everything is included, especially the entertainment. Now, let's talk a little bit about, you know, let's say I'm considering this ship versus Odyssey of the Seas. Uh, how, how, how do I decide what's right for my client? Well, very different ships. So I think you first have to look at the itineraries. And so um, the Odyssey of the Seas, you know, goes to Europe in the summer. So does this ship, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it does. Um, I was surprised to hear, yeah. You have to really look at the itineraries and then, you know, different people want different kinds of experiences. So the Odyssey of the Seas is a smaller ship still large but smaller um yes, it's, and, all, it's all relative vicky smaller it's all, <laughs> here it's all relative <laughs> but it is right. a beautiful ship too and we were both on it together we actually did an interview in person how revolutionary was that um that you know that, that we could go there and do that but here is you got all the bells you got some things reflecting some of the odyssey class like the uh robot bars and things like that uh but you and you have sort of all the best of and you're almost like every time you do a new ship, whether it's Oasis class or Odyssey, you're perfecting the next version, right? We are, and just wait till next year when we bring out the Icon class. That's going to be oh. a brand new class of ships, and it's taking the best and uh, best of all of our learnings from the Odyssey and from you know Oasis class, Quantum class, and it's putting it all together and adding even some more wow features. Now let's go back to something you just mentioned, which is the itineraries. And this this, this vessel, a wonder of the seas, is going to be doing Caribbean itineraries, and we're on a very unique one where we're uh, stopping at both of your private destinations. One perfect day at Coco Cay, which is still to come, and we were just in Labadee in Haiti uh, yesterday. Both wonderful places. I, I first time for me in Labadee. So what 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 are the itineraries coming forward? You mentioned you're going. This ship is going to Europe, right? Yeah, she leaves in May, she does her crossing, and then she's going to be um, 
embarking at either in Barcelona, so you can do round trip Barcelona, or you can do round trip Rome, Rome, Rome. So it, it gives the consumer really a beautiful opportunity if they want to do some pre and post. So maybe some people would like to start, stay in Rome ahead of time, uh, go to the Vatican, check out everything there is to check out in Rome, and then get on the ship. Or some people may just want to go and stay a few days in Barcelona. So it's really gives people that option that people want today. No, it's great. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it's not the first Oasis class, I believe, that's been in Europe, but it now will be the biggest ship and certainly the biggest ship in the Mediterranean, that's for sure. Uh, but, you know, the whole thing, we talk about big, but again, uh, because of the neighborhood concept, uh, because you have so many different things to do, it doesn't feel that much bigger than, than other, other vessels uh, in the class, certainly, and certainly compared to a lot of the things you already have in the fleet. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you build the largest ships in the world, you have to be careful that they don't make the consumer feel crowded. Um, so there's so many things we've done by obviously breaking it up into neighborhoods. So every neighborhood has entertainment, has restaurants, has amenities in every neighborhood, shops. Um, and yet the theater is very large and so can accommodate a lot of people. But there's multiple things going on at one time. So you see, you would have a main show, you would have an aqua theater show, you would have an ice show going on, you would have live music and boleros and different uh, bands. And then you would also have um, the piano players throughout the ship. So there's always something to do so that the, you're not feeling like everybody's moving like a herd, uh, you know, and that's the beauty of building big ships is we have the space to be able to provide that. Absolutely. And this is, this is an example of the, 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 just today's itinerary. There is so much going on here that I'm like, Oh, this is bewildering. I mean, it really is uh, it's bewildering in a good way. So it's, it's, you know, I, I want to get, I want to see all the shows and I can't, I honestly can't say I've always said that at on, on cruise ships. Uh, you know, there was a time when we wanted to see the Broadway show, if you like the show, but then there's so much variety here. Uh, and it really is, we, we talked about, we're going to talk about selling tools, and it really is one of the big selling tools for this vessel. It's like having, a, you know, you can, you're just, you know, overwhelmed by the entertainment because it is so good. Now, what, what about for you personally, what, when you were on the, on board and you were on board for a few weeks as well, I have to explain you, you're getting a little break, you know, I'm, you know, you, you, you and I spend most of our life at sea, but sometimes we have to be on land. And, uh, but when, when you were on board, what did you really like? What were your, your favorite things about this ship? Um, oh boy, that's a hard one to answer. I mean, I love the entertainment. So I too did what you did. I went from the ice show to the aqua theater show. Um, I did see voices. I, I love our entertainment. I think it's the best in the business. And uh, I love the restaurants. I tried 150 on my last cruise, which was beautiful. It's a very upscale a uh, lovely restaurant. And we also did Wonderland. And, you know, Wonderland is one of those very interesting restaurants. It's very eclectic, the what the way they make food into art. And yet it all tastes so delicious. Um, I love my accommodations. This time I was in an owner suite and they are just lovely. And it was on deck seven, uh, deck 18. So the, the suite neighborhood has two decks of suites. So all of the owners and grand suites are together with the star class suites, which are the loft suites. Yeah, you have that suite. And there's even another set of suites in 
towards the stern of the ship as well. And that's where I actually had one of the interviews, one of your executives, Jay Schneider. Uh, it was a beautiful suite too, but it wasn't part of that one. But uh, it is the two, two dedicated decks just for the suite neighborhood. And I, I took a look at some of the, the owner suite you're talking about, and I saw one of the, the larger suites and they are really beautiful. And you can spend a lot of time up there, but then go downstairs and enjoy uh, all the different uh, shows, all the different uh, dining, dining options. Uh, so it really gives you a great sense of, of having luxury, but the access to what this ship really truly has to offer. Now, now in terms of sales tools to help travel advisors sell Wonder Better, have you developed anything specifically uh, for this ship? Oh, yes, we do. We Well, of course, we have our main brochure, but we also have digital brochures now available for our travel partners to email out to their clients and their prospects, and they can be customized with the travel partner's logo and even a customized letter or a note to say an attached is the newest uh, new brochure on the Wonder of the Seas, thought you might be interested in it. I mean, we have a lot of tools and the best way to find our tools is to go to loyaltyyouallways.com uh, or to Cruising Power and you will see under the marketing tab, so many tools for you. No, that's great. And, and it really, I mean, and then, of course, if you end up getting on board to experience it, uh, you're going to start to learn how to sell this ship pretty quickly, as I did. Do you, do you, are you going to have more chances for travel advisors to experience Wonder so they can sell it better? We are. Um, we are going to have some in the fall when the ship returns from Europe, and then her permanent home will be in Port Canaveral. Um, near Orlando area. So that'll be where she'll be based and those and the naming will take place next December as well. That it's, it's, it's a new phenomenon now, maybe it's a COVID phenomenon that you, nobody names ships right as they come out of the yard anymore. It seems to be, it takes a month or a year uh, before you finally have the naming ceremony. But you know what? The best thing is you can enjoy this ship even before it has a name or even a godmother. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, maybe, maybe you have a shot this time, Vicki. Maybe the, you, you could be the godmother. Why not? I don't know. In my previous life, I was the godmother of a ship, and that ship has now been sent to the um, scrapyard. So it's making <laughs> me feel really old. Like, I don't want to be sent to the scrapyard. It was the carnival sensation. And, you know, I was one of the four women uh, godmothers, and now that ship is leaving and going to be scrapped. Well, you, did, you, you could have tried to buy it maybe before, before it got scrapped and you could add your own <laughs> ship there. But I, I think if, they, if you become a godmother of one of these royal ships, you don't have to worry. By the time it worries, both you and I will be long gone, I think, before these ships, uh, their lifetime is over. Now, uh, is there anything else uh, you want to say to travel advisors about Wonder of the Seas or even anything in general about Royal Caribbean today? You know, I guess I, I want our travel partners to realize that we are back. And we are back to bold in a very big way. And we want to help you succeed. And so we kept our sales team out there serving you. We have an inside sales team. And whether you're new in the business or you've been in the business a long time, now is the time to start engaging even stronger and more frequently with your customers and your prospects because people want vacations. People need vacations. And people are tired. They're fatigued. They've been home for two years and now they're ready to go out there and vacation. You know, um, I was just in Vegas this weekend visiting my son who works there. And I am telling you, Vegas is busy and the people are happy people want to be out there and you know we want them to be coming on Royal Caribbean um, so let us help you succeed let us help you run 
run this race because together we can run it faster and better. And Vicki, if you just remind us again of those uh, websites and, and resources that uh, travel advisors can go to. Uh, Loyaltyouallways.com and uh, Cruising Power. And of course, my coffee talks. I'm uh, doing number 86 soon. Wow. Um, so we, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to 100. And when we get to 100, then we're going to discuss how we continue this. It's getting harder and harder as I'm traveling more. Um, but it's definitely been a great way for me to engage and listen to our travel partners who are so important to our success. Well, Vicki, I want to thank you for taking the time. Uh, you, you're taking my time, actually. I could be out on the ship having some fun here, and and and, but it's always fun to talk to you. So that that that's 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 the benefit here. Uh, it it really is a wonderful vessel. I'm so glad I'm aboard. Not happy you're not here, uh, but we'll have to the next time. We'll make sure you're you're on board for the next. We're we made the icon class if we're there, but I may run into you. I think I might run into you in in the in over the next uh, few months somewhere. Who knows? I hope so. Nice to talk to you, James. And thank you for all you do for our industry because you do make a difference for our travel partners. Well, thank you, Vicki. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm James Schillinglaw for Insider Travel Report. <laughs>